Okay, how about this uh, piece of memorabilia from The Sopranos? If you were a fan of that show, you could own the booth in the ice cream parlor where the final scene was shot. That last scene where, you don't know. Don't stop believing. Yeah, don't stop believing came in and you don't really know. Did somebody come in there to shoot Tony or was it just a, what happened there? So anyway, there uh, somebody is auctioning this thing off. You get the seats, the table, the divider wall, uh, soprano family plaque. And right now bids on eBay are over $63,000. <laughs> for that uh, piece of the set. A friend through a friend, John, when the uh, great steakhouse in Seattle, El Gaucho, closed down. It's now the Crocodile Cafe, home of the Crocodile. Uh, the El Gaucho was famous for their mink back booths, and he ended up buying the mink the back mink booth back. from the center of the restaurant. Uh, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Oprah will no longer be a member of the Weight Watchers Board of Directors. You might remember she recently admitted to People Magazine that she's taking weight loss medication. So that that seems to run in conflict with the Weight Watchers thing. Oprah did not say if it was Ozempic or another medicine after she made that admission. I bet they could make a tie between Oprah and Ozempic. There's some O thing in there that they could probably get working on. After Oprah made that admission to People Magazine that, yeah, I'm, I'm taking weight loss medicine. Weight Watchers' stock dropped 25%. She plans to step down from the board in May, but she is going to donate all of her shares to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. All right, little we read so you don't have to. Uh, this is uh, kind of this is one of the more unpleasant stories and lives and and classic rock. And we reference this guy every few years on the anniversary of. I, I don't know if it's the anniversary when he got sentenced or... Uh, it usually makes the rundown of uh, on this date yeah, in history or something. Uh, he makes, yeah, one of those on this date in history. The guy is a, a drummer by the name of Jim Gordon. And Jim Gordon was a member of Derek and the Dominoes. He was a friend of Eric Clapton's. And he drummed not only on Layla, but he was also a very successful session drummer, if you want to call him that. He was on everything from... Uh, Sonny and Cher's The Beat Goes On to the theme to the Rockford Files. He drummed on that. Uh, he drummed on the Beach Boys' God Only Knows. Yeah. he uh, Tina Ike and Tina's River Deep Mountain High. Uh, Joe Cocker's The Letter. Steely nice. Dan's Ricky Don't Lose That Number. Crosby, Stills, and Nash, Marrakesh Express. Oh, Ty- yeah. Tiny Tim's tip throw, <laughs> tiptoe through the tulips. That's Jim Gordon banging it out on that. All right. So that's the good stuff about Jim Gordon. Brad, do you remember the bad stuff the up, about Jim that Gordon? That was the upside. Yeah. Downside, he took too many drugs and killed his mom. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did in 1983 in, a, in her Los Angeles home. He heard voices in his head. Now, he had been suffering from mental illness for a number of years. He died last year at a California medical facility. He had been serving a life sentence. He was 77 years old. Anyways, there's a book out about, you know, what happened to this guy in the last many years of his life. It's about mental illness and Jim Gordon and all of that. So if you can get through it, I mean, I'm sure there is something to be learned here. Um 
he did. There was a bunch of drugs involved too. Yeah, though, there was right? a lot of drugs involved in it. But I remember watching the Muscle Shoals Muscle Shoals documentary, and when they talked about uh, Dwayne Allman being the session guitarist there, and then going to do Dwayne uh, Derek and the Dominoes, and they got into the Jim Gordon thing. There's a little bit they go down that kind of sidebar there. In the USA Today review of the book, they write in his younger years when he was trying to break into the business, he was regarded as. Not only the type of drummer who could slip into any groove with a distinctive touch, but a pleasant, quiet, always prepared professional who learned from one of the most venerable session players, Hal Blaine. Hal Blaine of the the Wrecking Crew, who drummed on like everything Everything. in the 1960s and the 70s. So Hal Blaine recommended him to Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, and then he gets in on God Only Knows and all these other songs that we told you about. Uh, yes, he was on The Letter, and he toured with Joe Cocker in 1970. Mad and, Dogs and Englishmen? Yeah, and he was uh, he was starting to go into mental illness at that point. He was, quote, smoking, snorting, drinking, and dropping anything people gave him. And then that uh, he became violent. Uh, but Eric Clapton kept him in Derek and the Dominoes, and uh, he drummed on uh, Layla, and... And as, as as far as Layla's concerned, um, one of the you know the trademark sex trademark sections of that song is the uh, the piano coda at the end mm-hmm. of, the, and that was Clapton decided to put that into the song when he heard Jim Gordon and his girlfriend Rita Coolidge. You might recognize that name. One day, those two are at the piano playing that piece. And Clapton heard that and was like, I like that. I'm gonna let's throw that on to uh let's put that on Layla. Let's use that. The scene from Goodfellas where they pan oh, up over the yeah. you know, over the Cadillac with the piano playing. So as the seventies progressed, they say Jim Gordon's mental state at decayed and voices in his head and and the unfortunate uh the very unfortunate episode with his mother. The the story also goes on to say that he was he was in 1993. Clapton is at the Grammy Awards and accepting an award for well for Layla for um, I assume it's the unplugged version that that was okay. reissued at that time. And Gordon was living in a cell barely bigger than his frame. It says some of his prison inmate prison mates knew of his story as a rock and roll drummer and urged him to watch his old friend Eric Clapton on TV. But that life was dead to Jim, according to the author. He was not interested in the show. Gordon went down the hall to smoke a cigarette while Eric Clapton was up on stage thanking everyone who had been involved with the song Layla over the years and mentioned Jim Gordon's name. And Jim Gordon didn't hear it, but his fellow inmates applauded when his name was mentioned. He's on this one. With Joe Cocker, Brad and John, KISM.